Hello, this is episode 268, and today we're chatting about the chaffle, the chaffle, I'm never sure how to call it, but we're talking about recipes and how to make keto work for you, CBD testing, and keto for men, plus a whole bunch more. Before we get into today's Q&A episode where I'm answering some of your questions, I have a little favor to ask of you. If you have any of my books, either The Keto Diet, The Keto Diet Cookbook, or Keto for Women, it would be amazing if you went on the website or even on Goodreads and left a review for the book. Whether you love it, you're kind of meh about it, or you really don't like it, it really helps to have reviews so that I know what you like, what you don't like, and so other people can find the book if they so please. Today we're chatting about how to make keto work for you. One of my most favorite programs for that that I've created is called Fat Fueled. So if you want to go deeper into this conversation, you can go to healthfulpursuit.com slash fat fueled and there's more information for you on that page. If you're unsure of the link, simply check out today's show notes for all the details. You can go to ketodietpodcast.com. Look for episode 268. You might have to scroll down a little bit on that page check it out and you will see all the links and everything there. Also, if you're like, hey, I want to ask a question, have Leanne uh, answer it on a future podcast episode. In order to ask a question and submit your question that can come up on a future podcast episode, you can go to healthfulpursuit.com slash contact. All you got to do is ask me and I will make sure we post it on a future show. Okay, let's do this thing. Hey, I'm Leanne Vogel. You're listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. I've created a free guide with tips on how to start keto and maintain your fat-fueled life. Grab it at healthfulpursuit.com slash free as a little thank you for listening to the show. First question is from Jess. Hey Leanne, I went on keto eating dairy as well when I don't usually and I gained four pounds in two weeks. I haven't been on it since. That was a few months ago. I have an autoimmune disease, vitiligo, and an undiagnosed hormone imbalance, hirsutism. I'm just wondering if you have any suggestions for me. I read about leptin resistance and how that could affect weight loss on the keto diet, but I just feel lost and don't know where to start or if keto is even right for me considering my health problems. Okay, Jess, it sounds like there's a lot going on here, but something I found really interesting about your post uh, that you submitted to us is that you said um, that you were eating dairy when you don't usually. And because you have an autoimmune disease, most autoimmune diseases do not go hand in hand with dairy. And so anytime somebody says to me that they have autoimmune, my first recommendation is always, are you eating dairy? Are you eating gluten? If so, please go off of this. You'll feel so, so, so much better without it. So the dairy, especially for those with an autoimmune condition, can actually make um, the autoimmune disease flare up. It's never a good situation. You feel really inflamed, super horrible. It can result in a bunch of unkind symptoms. So I would highly recommend if you are going to try keto again, you might want to do it without the dairy. There are so many ways that you can cut out dairy in your keto diet. If you just go to healthfulpursuit.com, all of the recipes on my blog are dairy-free and it's a good place to go. Or my book, The Keto Diet Cookbook, is really, really uh, friendly toward really simple recipes and also everything is dairy-free on there with the option to add dairy. So you get to learn 
you know, if I were going to use butter, here's how I would do it, but here's how I can use coconut oil instead so you can start to learn on your own. So with the hirsutism, is the cause PCOS? And have you talked about your doctor about PCOS and hirsutism? They generally go hand in hand, but not always. So PCOS causes hirsutism because of the excess at androgens. So first the androgens increase, then we're diagnosed with PCOS. And then as a result of that, we can be also diagnosed with hirsutism. So it might make sense to ask your doctor to test for PCOS. And we know that PCOS and keto really go hand in hand also because of the insulin imbalances and issues that women have who do have PCOS. I find many of the women that I talk to that have PCOS that have gone on the keto diet have said just how helpful it's been to managing their insulin and even reversing some of the insulin resistance and insulin issues that they have as a result of PCOS. Okay, so there are also a couple of resources that you can listen to if you enjoy the podcast. The first one is going on your podcast player and looking for episode 20. There's also episode 56, which you can find on the Keto Diet Podcast in your podcast player. I also did a mini-sode, number 31, which I'll link to in the show notes for today because it's super hard to find those episodes on your podcast player. So look at the show notes for that. And I hope some of my answers were helpful there. Next question is from Hannah. My name is Hannah and I'm 32 and live in Nashville. I started keto about two months ago and to be honest, my goal was to lose weight. On my pursuit to lose weight, I've been feeling so much better, sleeping better and just feel more human and less zombie-ish, but I haven't lost any weight. I am wondering if it has anything to do with my IUD, so I'm getting that out. I eat healthy 95% of the time and eat mostly whole foods with good quality organic, wild caught, etc. Please help. Okay, Hannah, if the IUD that you have is hormone releasing, then yeah, totally. It could be, it could have everything to do with what you're experiencing. Any sort of hormone is going to affect either positively or negatively your experience with weight loss. So for example, if you are on an estrogen-based birth control, you're likely to gain a little bit of weight or feel a little bit more bloated and your cycles are definitely going to go in line with the pill. Um, Same goes if you are on a progesterone-based hormone pill. You may find that the breast tenderness that you experience is quite high. You may experience muscle aches more frequently. You may experience um, the need to eat more. So any kind of hormone, whether a positive effect or a negative effect, our bodies are so sensitive to hormones. They're so sensitive. And so If you have an IUD in and it's hormone releasing, then 100% you could be experiencing a lot of things because of that. So it's important to chat with your doctor about potential um, options that you can go with that aren't hormone releasing. And I'm I'm really, really happy and I really want to pinpoint that you've found other benefits to keto. In episode 266, it just aired two episodes ago, was all about weight loss and hormones and how to achieve weight loss when nothing else is working. So you may want to check out this other episode that was two episodes ago if you haven't already, Hannah, because I go through all the nitty gritty about how to lose weight if you're not already, especially when you're just starting off with your ketogenic diet. So I hope that that was helpful. I've been using ButcherBox for years and I love the convenience of clean animal protein delivered right to my home. And if you're new to ButcherBox and you'd like to make your very first order 
right now, you will receive two pounds of grass-fed and finished ground beef in every single order for the lifetime of your membership. You can go to butcherbox.com slash keto diet to sign up today. This offer is available until September 23rd, 2020. Now, I get all of my meat from ButcherBox because they source the highest quality at great prices. In addition to their pasture-raised beef, they also source free-range organic chicken, heritage-bred pork, and seafood, and you never have to pay for shipping. If you don't already have a ButcherBox membership, now's the time to join. When you order your first box, you'll receive two pounds of 100% grass-fed, grass-finished ground beef in every order for the lifetime of your membership. Go to butcherbox.com slash keto diet to start your membership and receive two pounds of ground beef every month for life. Again, this offer ends September 23rd, 2020. Next question is from Rose. Hi, Leanne. My main question is, could you weigh in on the chaffle craze? Chaffle? I guess it's chaffle because it's a waffle, but like waffles or chaffles. It's very confusing. (laughs) I know you aren't a big fan of dairy, but for me, chaffles have been a lifesaver. Would love your input. After a battle with on-again, off-again keto lifestyle, I finally committed to it. This time, I think I'll stick with it because I feel empowered with the knowledge you have continuously shared on the podcast, especially in regards to how hormones and cycles can make or break a change in lifestyle. You are amazing. Thank you. Oh, Rose, you're so sweet. I'm so glad you're enjoying the show. It's hard to believe we're at 268 episodes. It's so important for us all to be empowered with knowledge, especially around our bodies, because our bodies are our responsibility. And it's so important that we care for them and tend to them. And when they're sending us signals um, and when we're feeling a little bit off, it's really important to listen to that. And I love to hear that you're embracing this and moving forward. That's so, so great. And it's really important that you do what works for you. If the TOEFL is one of the many parts that makes keto easier for you, then do it up. Keep doing the chaffle. So if you all listening are new to the chaffle, waffle, chaffle, whatever, um, it's basically um, shredded mozzarella cheese, egg, almond flour, psyllium husk powder, and gluten, gluten-free baking powder. And oh man, I was researching this recipe. I'll include one of the favorites that I found. No, of course, I haven't tried this because I'm allergic to basically every single thing that's used in this recipe. But if you can have dairy and you're looking for something that looks absolutely delicious, and I bet it's so crispy and good and wonderful, I'll include a link in the show notes. But If you can handle dairy and, you know, having this chaffle, waffle, chaffle thing in your diet makes it easier for you, then like go for it. You know, as somebody who's currently working at really getting my iron levels up, I know that chicken breast doesn't have a lot of iron, but I really love chicken. And so I make a decision, you know, I really like chicken. How can I incorporate this into my eating style while also being mindful of the fact that I need to be eating higher iron foods. Now, this doesn't mean I need to cut out chicken completely, but you know, I'm adding other things in and maybe I don't have chicken every day and maybe I'm encouraging myself to eat more beef, but it's not about cutting things out completely. It's really about finding the balance for you, specifically for you. So 
if chaffle waffle thingies are part of that, then you go girl. <laughs> also, if I could have dairy, oh, it'd be really hard to not have one of those at least once a week. It looks delicious. So again, I'll include a link in the show notes uh, for, from Wholesome Yum. The recipe actually included a lot of different options and it, oh man, it made me very envious of those that can eat dairy. In fact, just thinking out loud, I wonder if you could use dairy-free cheese and a waffle iron, an egg, and almond flour. If anyone has tried that, let me know because half a cup of mozzarella cheese, dairy-free cheese, that'd be one expensive waffle, but what a treat, right? Okay, next question from Tamara, who has two questions. One, does it take a while to adjust to taking collagen? I use perfect keto powder in my fat-fueled coffee, but I find that it upsets my stomach. So I'm wondering if this is just something I need to adjust to slowly, or should I switch brands? Two, I heard your podcast with Paul Celandino, whose discussion of plant spectrum shocked me, would never ask you to publicly disagree with one of your guests, but was wondering how you felt about this information. I adore you, by the way. Thanks, Tamara. Okay, so a couple of things. First off, your first your first question about taking collagen, you're taking perfect keto powder in your fat-fueled coffee. I'm wondering it. Is it the collagen or is it the MCT oil powder? Have you tried having just collagen or just MCT oil powder to see how that goes for you? Because chances are I'm leaning more toward the MCT being a problem for you than the collagen. However, it is possible that those like a very, very small group of people can react to collagen. It's not impossible, but it's quite rare. This is why I recommend that people start off with collagen and then move to gelatin. Now, collagen mixes into any drink. You don't have to worry about it going hard like jello, but gelatin, when added to coffee, it acts just the same. But when it cools down, you're going to have a mug of jello. So, I recommend that people start with collagen and move to gelatin because gelatin can sometimes be upsetting for the stomach. And if your body is very, very sensitive, you may have this response. So it's important to like start small and move your way up instead of having a ton. But I'm guessing because perfect keto powder, the keto powder has a mixture of MCT oil powder and collagen. My gut is telling me, ha ha ha, my gut is telling your gut that it might be the MCT oil powder instead. Now, you may find that you want to control how much collagen or MCT oil powder is in the drink you're making. I find that like, I love the perfect keto, keto collagen, but like sometimes the macros are a little bit off for me. So I get the collagen only powder. I get it from Equip, which is their sister company. And I mix that with the perfect keto MCT oil powder. And then I can play around with the macros and ratios and it works a lot better for me. I also like it unsweetened um, so I can play around with flavors on my own. Using MCT and collagen separate can be helpful because you can go one teaspoon at a time and kind of feel for, is it the MCT oil powder? Is it the collagen? Now, if you still have a whole bunch of the perfect keto, keto collagen sitting around, just use smaller doses and see. Now, Let's talk about the guests <laughs> because this is something I really struggle with first when I was starting the podcasting of like, I'd have people on and I disagree with them. And I thought that I was creating conflict by being like, uh, I don't know, that doesn't seem right. 
But the really, really cool thing about having a podcast and inviting guests on is that I get to highlight that there are so many ways to do everything and no way is right. And I really want you to take that home when you're listening to my show or if you have any of my products, especially if you're part of Happy Keto Body. We talk about this a lot in the VIP um, chat is that the forum, I guess is what we call it, but it's basically a chat where you get to chat with Dr. Nina and I and ask your questions. And many people say like, everyone's talking about calories. Should I be counting calories? And I'm like, what do you feel? And they're like, I hate counting calories. Cool. Then don't do it. (laughs) And so if you're finding that, you know, you're eating all these plants and you're not feeling good, then for sure go with what Paul was talking about and and make it work for you. It's almost like guests on podcasts or any work for that matter. It's almost like mm, we need this like permission slip, right? To, oh my gosh, that exists. Somebody else is doing it. I'm going to give it a try. And like I said, I had a really hard time at first having people on the show whose vision didn't line up with mine 100%. And then I realized this is a true gift to not line up and to learn and experiment for yourself. And really, you can make science do whatever you want it to do, okay? You want to prove that orange juice is the best thing to drink first thing in the morning? Guaranteed, there is a study that proves that. You want to prove that orange juice is the worst thing to drink in the morning? There's also a study to prove that. So what do you do? Well, you wake up one morning, you have orange juice. How do you feel? I know that if I were to do that, I would not feel good. So then I know, okay, well, I'm going to go with the other study, which says it's no good, right? At the end of the day, you really have to ask yourself, how is your body reacting? If I were to follow Paul Salandino's recommendations that he shared in the podcast episode, word for word, I would feel not so good, right? But I know that about my body. Why? Because I've done a lot of the things, uh, many of the things that he shared and some worked and some didn't. And it's really just about understanding your body and how it's reacting and how to adjust things to work well for you. So I hope that answered your question, Tamara. And for all those listening, please know like the information I share, I really do work hard at sharing valuable information that you can learn about and learn from and incorporate into your life. But if it's not working, please, please change it, shift and find other information to make it work for you. And just because something worked for you three months ago, doesn't mean it's going to work for you now. So it's a constant change and shift in your practices. Since we're talking all about Perfect Keto, perhaps you're new to the brand or you love them so much, you just want to save all of the monies that you possibly can. Um, There's a new offer that's going live with Perfect Keto for Keto Diet Podcast listeners only. Okay, are you ready for this? It's epic. Use the code KDP for 20% off everything. 20% off everything plus free shipping and a free nut butter on orders over $80 or more. Now this nut butter, guys, I can't even choose a favorite. Kevin loved every single one of them. (laughs) And the free nut butter will be on for like until supplies last, which I'm guessing if you're listening to this episode, January 2021 and over, you've probably missed out on the free nut butter. But give that code a try, KDP. 
for 20% off everything, free shipping, a free nut butter on orders over $80. And you can load up on bars and keto collagen, which we just chatted about and bars. And did I mention bars? I really love their bars. They're so good. So if you go to perfectketo.com slash KDP, the coupon code will be instantly added to your order and you will get all those benefits and enjoy the nut butters, friends. Next question is from Stephanie in reference to eating hemp CBD. Is the product traceable in urine or blood? I struggle with sleep deprivation and digestive issues, but have a job where drug testing is used. Thank you. Okay, so this is a difficult question to answer. And I think that if your job does drug testing, I'm not about to say, take a bunch of CBD. It shouldn't show up. So CBD oil derived from hemp must have less than 0.3% THC. And this means it's completely non-psychoactive. Now it rarely shows up on a blood blood test. Now I'm saying rarely only because I don't want to say it never shows up on a blood test. And I never recommend to people who are on heavy drug testing in their profession to use it at all. And there, I also received a couple questions and I'm going to kind of weave this into your question or your answer, Stephanie, about doctor's notes uh, when purchasing CBD. So if you use now my preferred CBD is Eaton Hemp. I will include a link in the show notes. Um, a doctor's note is not necessary when purchasing CBD uh, from the Eaton Hemp web- website since the THC content is less than 0.3%. And while everyone is a little bit different and should listen to their own body, some of my favorite tools for stress and anxiety, and which is usually related to sleep issues, sleep deprivation, has to do with managing our stress and anxiety. Now, if you're not able to do CBD specifically for sleep, there are so many other things that you can try, <laughs> though CBD has been really, really helpful towards sleep, generally in dosage of about 50 milligrams to 125. That's what the studies say. I don't know, Stephanie, if I were in your position, because it's related to how you make money at your job, I personally wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. But you may want to look at how to reduce overall stress and anxiety. I know you've probably heard this a million times, but just a simple breath exercise before you fall asleep, not getting on your laptop before you go to sleep or your phone, having a very quiet space. You could also try a yoga pose called legs up the wall. Basically, you just shimmy your butt close to the wall and then lift your legs so that they're lying up on the wall and you're and your back is laying on the base of the floor and your feet are again above your heart and you just lay there and breathe. You can connect to your breath and just take your time, allowing your nervous system to go and down a little bit. And it can feel really, really nice before sleep. But again, if you are doing drug testing, specifically for THC, um, CBD oil is derived from hemp and has has to have less than 0.3% THC, but I personally wouldn't risk it if it's related to your job. Stephanie also asked, I love your thought. I'd love your thought on carb up during menstrual cycle. I tend to feel pretty good throughout my cycle on keto and have dramatically reduced my PMS symptoms. I notice around day three of my cycle, I feel exhausted and drained. Should I increase fats or protein or do a carb up? Thank you. Okay. Here's a question. (laughs) nothing related to carbs. Uh, How active are you on days 25 to three of your cycle? So days 25 to three ish 
are around the times that we should really be taking it easy. Like this is a time where women are going to be more exhausted and it's a hundred percent part of their cycle and really honoring this, taking time to just like do some chill yoga, go to bed early. That's the time. Like I usually find from the time of ovulation through to about day 25-ish is when I like to do carb ups because days one through about seven, I'm doing a pretty high protein, like strict keto protocol. And that really helps me, but that might not be your experience. Another thing you might want to try if you haven't already is yoni steaming, vaginal steaming. Um, We talked about this actually in last episode, episode 267, chatting about how to um, assist with our experience of our cycle. But I would highly recommend look at days 25 to 3 for you and see if you're just like pushing it really, really, really hard, whether at work and then at home, how can you give yourself a little bit more leeway so that you have a little bit more chill time during that time if you're able. Next question is from Hannah. I've been following various meal plans from your book, The Keto Diet, for about six months now, and everything is going wonderful. My boyfriend has expressed interest in following the diet as well, as he has started with the classic keto protocol. I know that in your books and meal plans, you gear everything toward women and our bodies, which I absolutely love. My question is, do you think there is a better keto protocol for him to follow as a male, or will he love love classic keto just as well? Thank you. Hannah, such a great question. And as a woman, I thought it was so, so, so important to put resources out there in the keto space for women because at the time I started keto in 2014, there was legit no one talking about how women's diet needs to be different than men's. The really cool thing about classic keto is that it's very much geared toward people that have the same hormones every day, which happen to be men. So you may find that your boyfriend needs to eat more. So if you're on the classic keto protocol as well, you may find that you eat a little bit less than him, that he may want to double up on on certain meals and have some leeway there. And if you want a resource, not necessarily specifically geared toward men, but I find like all keto resources out there, if they don't specifically talk about women and how to manage keto for women, then they're talking about men. So one person that I really enjoy following for that kind of information is Dr. Anthony Gustin. He has a podcast as well that you can check out. Okay, next question. Amanda, I'm a new breastfeeding mom and I want to start doing keto and I'm wondering if it's safe and healthy for me to start keto while I'm breastfeeding. I also wonder if you have any recommendations or resources on the topic. Okay, Amanda, I would check with your doctor just to be sure. I don't know if you could hear the thunder, but that was incredibly loud. (laughs) I'd want to check with your doctor just to be sure. However, If I were breastfeeding and I wanted to start eating a keto diet and I had never done keto before, I would start very slow. And we know that fats are beneficial for breastfeeding, for creating the milk. So having enough fat in your diet is essential. So just by lowering the amount of carbs, if you're eating general carbohydrates like whole grains or refined grains or sugar, even cutting that out and moving more toward a paleo diet with an increase in fat, even that shift should be very beneficial for yourself. And that's what I would do if I were breastfeeding, especially I wouldn't want to lose a lot of weight. Okay. Because when we experience weight loss, generally the first things that 
are released while we're experiencing weight loss um, is going to be toxins. So once you lose your water weight through the ketogenic diet, you're going to go through your fat cells and start releasing a lot of toxins and that will go into your breast milk. So I would set the goal of not like trying not to lose any weight or a very limited amount of weight. Of course, happy being a mom and you are new to being a mom. So generally speaking, as you breastfeed, you are going to start losing weight. And that's just the beautiful process that is life. And that's okay. But like forcefully forcing your body, forcefully forcing your body to lose weight while you're breastfeeding, not the best approach, especially. So what did we talk about? First is it's totally cool to increase fat intake. That's awesome. Uh, if you're new to keto, just setting the intention of eating more of a paleo diet with an increase of fat, you may find that the carbohydrates are just really helpful for you, especially if you've never done keto before and this is your first go. But if it were me, um, that's the way that I would start it and then wait until I've stopped breastfeeding until I really go hard at trying to lose weight. Um, and again, naturally, as you breastfeed, you're creating those um, pulsations throughout your uterus that help you to lose weight and help things settle in. And I was about to say go back to normal, but you will never hear me saying that. So I'm very glad that I caught myself. Um, and yeah, so I hope that was helpful, Amanda. Um, and congratulations on being a new mom. I really hope you're enjoying today's episode. I'd love to see where you're listening from. You can snap a pic and tag me at Leanne Vogel or leave a review for the show on your favorite podcast player. It helps me out tremendously. Okay, back to the good stuff. Next up question is from Jane. I've been doing keto on and off for a couple of years. It seems like now it's more off than it is on. I've got your book, The Keto Diet, and I was going to start following the classic keto meal plan to get me back on track. I love the idea of grab and go breakfast like the flaxseed muffins, but I just can't get past the texture and taste of flaxseed. Is there another seed that I can substitute in this recipe? If not, do you have another grab and go breakfast that you'd recommend? Okay, here's the thing about recipes. So us recipe creators and cooks and all the artists around food work very, very, very hard to make sure that the recipe works specifically with those ingredients. So if you're swapping out things, chances are you're not going to get it right or it's going to take you like it takes us eight or 10 or 12 times to get the recipe right. So I would hate for you to waste all those ingredients as recipe testers do. Oh my goodness, the amount of flax I wasted trying to get those silly flax muffins that the right texture even though you don't like it Jane I'm sorry about that but it's best to just find a new recipe a little trick um, that I'll share with you on how to google healthful pursuit since google changed all the algorithms and made it very challenging for blogs to be found on google if you just go to google and type in healthful pursuit and then whatever you're looking for so muffin or cookie or entree or snacks or smoothies or whatever salad dressings so it's healthful pursuit and then the thing that you're looking for you can find a bunch of stuff okay so I will actually include in the show notes two recipes that I really like that you could swap out as a grab and go kind of breakfast thing that you really like Jane the first is keto chocolate chip muffins and the second is keto snickerdoodle muffins and neither of them use flax yeah Okay, last question. Did I talk too fast? I just get so excited to hang out with you that I just, I blew through all those questions. 
Last question is from Linda. If I take my morning vitamins, a multi fish oil and a few others with my rock of fuel latte, will my fasting continue? Well, Linda, I got news for you. Taking a rock of fuel latte in the morning, it kind of like breaks your fast. But let me explain. <laughs> okay, so fasting, there are two paths to fasting. The one is fasting as we know it to be true of just water, maybe tea, probably not, maybe a little bit of bergamot oil. And the goal here really is autophagy. Okay. This is, so this is encouraging cellular turnover, having that fast, super important, no food, all the things. Then there's the fasting that you know with your rocket fuel latte or bone broth, with your supplements, whatever you got going on, where you're limiting your carbohydrate and protein intake. You're having a little bit of fats to keep satiation, um, but you're not overdoing it, which then spikes your insulin. So the goal in the second path is to keep your insulin super, super, super regulated and doesn't have the spike. So since you're already having a rock of fuel latte, you're on that path where you're having something to satiate you, but not increasing your insulin. So as long as Linda, you're not taking supplements that will increase your insulin, like perhaps, um, you know, if you're doing like Flintstone vitamins that have sugar, that will probably break your fast. But if you're just doing a multi fish oil, maybe a vitamin B or D or whatever, I was going to say iron, but definitely don't take your iron with other supplements then you're kind of going in that pathway and it really doesn't matter if you take your morning vitamins or not. Yeah, does that help? Awesome. Okay, well, we made it. Oh my goodness. Next up on the podcast, Sunday, September 13th, we have episode 269. Mara Vega is on the show. We're chatting about how keto is different for women. And then Wednesday, September 16th, episode 270. I am chatting, yes, chatting with Tori Borelli, chatting about the life-changing keto habits to prevent disease. This is, I believe, my second or third interview since I took a little break from interviewing people. It's so nice to get to reconnect with humans, especially being on quarantine and not really seeing a lot of our friends that we normally do. It's been really nice to connect with people online and have Zoom calls with them. So I hope you're really enjoying these interviews. I know that I am. So I will see you next Sunday. Okay, take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor should it be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program. 